Hey, gearheads, and welcome to GT Garage Talk, a discussion about all things automotive. I am your host, Corey, and on this week's episode, we continue the theme from last week, talking with the leadership of the Texas Auto Riders Association. Last week, we had the VP of Events, Brian Ropp, with us, and this week, we have the outgoing VP of Events, the incoming president of Texas Auto Riders Association, Tia Collier. So grateful for her and her leadership, uh, where what she has done for the organization. But we're going to catch up a little bit about the New York International Auto Show and what she has been up to since last we talked, which was actually about a year ago in person at last year's uh, Texas Auto Riders Auto Roundup Spring event. So without further ado, let's jump right into that. I am so pleased to have back the now president of Texas Auto Riders Association, Tia Collier. Welcome back. Uh, So good to have you. Yay, thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. Yes. Oh my goodness. So uh, keeping up with you online has been... I'll put it nicely, exhausting. You have been going like nonstop since you and I talked last about a year ago at last year's Texas year. Auto Riders uh, Auto Roundup. How you been? My goodness. I am quite frankly living my best life. You really and have. Learning. Like learning. You really yeah. have. Uh, so much going on and... But we will get into all of that. But the reason I asked you on specifically this week is uh, the New York Auto Show. It actually happened this year. Last year was canceled very last minute. And I wanted to get your Mm -hmm. thoughts, impressions, and feelings from being there on the ground. Uh, Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Things happened. But you were there. You experienced it. You had an amazing time. Uh, what can you tell us yes. about New York Auto Show? What stood out to you? So one, if you get the chance to go, go. Let's start there. Okay. It is alive. It is a moving extravaganza of new, next, and refresh. Right. One thing that's unique about it is that you get to have time with the brand new stuff. Like the brand new stuff and the people who want to tell you about the exactly. brand new stuff. And not, not just this year coming up, but you hear the projections for three, four, five years down the road. I loved that. Um, I loved getting to see the way that brands tell the story about their vehicle. That's what's unique about an auto show. Um, instead of just seeing the car, you get to see the story that they were using to shape that vehicle. Love it. Love it. Not to mention the networking, the seeing friends, the talking to people, um, people you haven't seen in months or a year or two, depending (laughs) on when your last show was. Right. You know how when you're in a room with people who are playing at the top of their game and how it just kind of raises everybody up in the room together? It's like that. Okay. This was my first world car, seeing world car. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um to get to see and to hear hear why some of the vehicles were chosen as World Car Award winners. That was fun. Um, I love also the auxiliary events that go around the vehicles, um, around the show itself. One of my favorites that I went to this year was Genesis House, which I had never been to. I was at first confused about what it was. Okay, I was like, so we have a house with cars in it? Yes? No. <laughs> 
maybe. Right. <laughs> but what it is, is it takes you into this experience. It's a dining room at the top of a restaurant. I'm calling it a dining room, but it's like calling the Four Seasons a hotel. Right. Like that. You go in and one, there's a sense of calm, the sense of ease. There's no rush, no hurry. You're on this, you come up to it and you know, New York City, because I live in Mesquite, New York City moves fast to me. Yes. The speed, the pace of it doesn't stop. I was like, do y'all sleep ever, like ever or stop long enough to take a deep breath? It's like a tiny sanctuary inside the city. And I'm saying tiny, if you, but it's not tiny. It's like a small, just respite from the, the noise, the speed, the horns, the mass of humanity that's walking around. Sometimes I need that mass of humanity, but sometimes you just need a minute to pause and to stop and to see the vision that somebody had behind it. That was what was cool. Yes, they did a reveal. Yes, it is spectacular. Okay. And I'm sure we'll get yeah, into the, the details stadium. of that in just a minute. Yeah. Fantastic. But love that. I love seeing, but I like hearing the story behind the vehicle. It flows completely into my car motto that there is a car for every human. Mm -hmm. You just need to find the right car to match with the right person. And then that's what you need. Um, you get a chance like no other to do that at the auto show. So yeah, auto journalist, car junkie, tech nerd, game on you're in you'll you'll find your happy place there so let's talk about the genesis house particularly for a minute because that was something i was incredibly jealous of they're kind of following in the steps of what cadillac did a few years ago cadillac separated from the gm brand as far as their headquarters they mm -hmm. moved their headquarters to soho in manhattan and did the Cadillac right. house and had kind of this escape in the middle of Manhattan. Uh, very, very similar. Uh, they have since moved back to Detroit, uh, housed with everyone else. But Genesis said, you know what? You were on to something here. L let's lean in a little bit further. And so you were saying there's a restaurant, there's a showroom. But it's not like any kind of showroom you've ever seen before. It's more like a brand experience. More like if you were going into a luxury, like a fashion atelier, like a fashion house, you're going into one of those where it's more of a boutique experience. So you'll get to see colors. You'll get to see sustainable art. You'll get to see design pieces that are elements that you never would see inside the vehicle, but they went into the design, the inspiration for the vehicles. And what they also do is there is a peek at future next Right there. And you get to see it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. need to do this again. Yeah. And, and you've kind of been living a little bit of your best Genesis life here lately because you were also invited to the grand opening of the first ever standalone Genesis dealership, which is four and a half hours away from me, a little bit further away from you in Lafayette, Louisiana. And again, just being immersed in all things Genesis. So what I've discovered is that, yes, they're a part of the mo same motor group, but they want to say, we are independent. Mm -hmm. We are, we have the same DNA. We have the same mobility giant essence, but we are, we are a luxury brand. We are a new luxury brand, but we are not a luxury brand like you've seen before. Right. And I think that's a unique part of this. Lafayette, I was I didn't know why Lafayette. 
it's what I said when I got there. I was like, so you're going to open your standalone U.S. location in Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm. <laughs> why, why not Miami, any one of these other big cities? Um, Lafayette said yes. They said yes, let's do this now. I think when you have a whole community that buys into to an experience, mm-hmm. and once you get there, you realize it's not out of place there. It actually fits. It's right across the street from an Audi dealership, and it doesn't feel different. It feels, oh, this is the next. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just got my first extended stay in a Genesis product last week. Uh, in the GV70 2.5 liter uh, turbo four. So not even the most premium offering they had. Mm-mm. And I could, ha- I could have shed a tear when it drove away because <laughs> I, I, I alluded to this in last week's episode uh, where I was speaking with uh, your successor as the uh, VP of events uh, for Tawa and Brian Rop, Like, I loved that vehicle in ways I completely did not expect. It, it, oh, it. Human, right? Right. It's human sense. It thinks about you as a driver and your people in the back. My kids said, Mom, you know, maybe we should keep this one. Maybe <laughs> we should keep this one. I was like, guys, I feel you. I feel you on that. If only it works that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, Mm-hmm. You know, you see it drive away, it pulled up. And I was like, oh, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the micro suede on the tires? Mm-hmm. Um, the micro suede check on the tires? I was like, I was like, oh, if you're going to do that on the part that's bound to get stupid dirty in mm-hmm. my neighborhood, think about what you did on the inside. Yeah, so not to dive too much into that, because you and I both have our own reviews coming out of uh, focusing on that. But yep. why you were at the Genesis house... Something very gorgeous uh-huh. was revealed. And uh, what can you tell us about this concept, this design study, this w- oh, whatever? So, the design study. So, their design house, I'm going to call him a design house master, was named the World Car Person of the Year. And we'll have to get the correct spelling of his name because I do not want to butcher it. <laughs> but Luke is his name. Right. And you listen to him talk about it. And I was like, interesting, interesting. He's going to make a roadster, right? It's what I was mm-hmm. thinking as I was listening to him talk because he has an affinity for the classic sports cars of like the by not this past generation, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. Um, those sexy cars that you saw that just, when you look at them, you can't take your eyes away. That. To create that experience, but for electric because that's the direction that Genesis is going to be purely electric. Um, But he didn't want it to be exotic or to scream electric. He wanted it to be magnificent. A car you looked at and goes, you sit there and stare with your mouth open Mm -hmm. like that kind of car, but elegant. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. The Speedium Coupe and it's Genesis X. And Mm -hmm. I said, holy smoke. Okay. One, you've got this pinstriping on the outside, but it's not even that. It's the slow, slung shape. It's almost architectural, but then you look at it and you know it'll be fast. Right. It's going to be brilliant. 
it looks it leans heavy into the luxury arm, you know, like the Mercedes EQS. Right. How that you look at that car and you're like, that's 120. I know it's gonna be. Yeah. You, you know it in your <laughs> yes. mind, like yes. right after I'm looking at it, you're like, hmm, that's gonna be some change. That's the way you look at that car, but then you want to go touch it. You want to get up there and go touch it right. like that. It's not even beautiful for an EV. It's just a beautiful vehicle. Right. One that says that. Timeless. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Like timeless to where it's not going to age itself out. And, and that's just what's so crazy about the whole Hyundai Motor Company, their umbrella of uh, brands, Hyundai, Genesis, Kia. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the designers have been finally just unleashed. They say, all right, you know, you think of concept cars from 10 years ago that never saw production. That's what we mm-hmm. want to give you the liberty to create. And then we're going to transform it to something that will actually show up on the road, uh, which is one of the things I love so much about the yeah. GV70 and the new GV60 electric vehicle that they've got coming out. And then this yes. concept that you were shown at the Genesis house uh, as part of the New York Auto Show, it, it, it's they have the creativity and the freedom to do what I wish so many other brands could do and just create and make something And beautiful. that's one of the things he commented on. He commented that great design does not happen without support from your leadership. Right. And then... I thought about that. And if your boss, if your leader of your organization, his thing is progress for humanity, because that's what mm-hmm. Jose Muniz's thing is. And you talk to him and he literally says that. He's like, well, this is the goal. This is the target. This is where everything is driven. But not just progress at lower levels, progress that's elegant and timeless and functional. I was like, he really means that. Yes. That's not a tagline. I was like, interesting. Okay. But do you, if that happens, if that's the actual goal, that means you have the capacity to literally change the way auto functions. Queen Kia, Genesis, Hyundai. I'm just saying, if you want to talk about a brand pivot, let's talk about Kia over the last seven years. Exactly. And it, it's crazy to see them setting the stage for design cues that are now being borrowed in other vehicles. Uh, the mm-hmm. um, the greenhouse line on the uh, Kia Telluride, the uh, chrome on the bib pillar is being stolen by other brands. And it's just small things like mm-hmm. that that would almost go unnoticed are now being picked up by uh, other designers. And they're I, I love it. I'm here for it all day. Uh, it, it's very exciting to see the evolution of automotive design and how the Hyundai company is leading that charge. I love that automotive isn't just automotive anymore. It is mobility. The mm-hmm. way that cars are connected into people's lives now, it's not just a car. Your car becomes an office. It becomes a living room. It becomes a family space. It becomes an outdoor living space, depending on the car you have. Um, These cars become integrated into lives now instead of it's a recreational vehicle. It's, I don't even know what the worst word is, but it's something more. It's definitely something more. 
<laughs> more, more than that. It's like it. an extension of who we are and what we do uh, with the events of the last two, three years playing into it with uh, the mm-hmm. rise in vehicle prices. You're invested a little bit more now as well. So a lot more. Yeah. I, so I, I, I've been one, I'm getting crotchety in my old age that I've been complaining about the rise <laughs> in uh, vehicle prices. But also when you look back at what was being produced 10 years ago, 15 years ago, just the mm-hmm. leaps and bounds in the build quality and how solidly these things are built, you start to see where that rise in price has come and you give a little more leniency. You sure nobody wants to pay more, but you, you really are getting still, more in return. The cars from 10 years ago won't make it now. Right. They won't. The longevity, the the build quality, all of that. It, it's very awesome to see the the uh, continual growth and evolution of these brands, especially brands that have been around a hundred plus years. So Cadillac's coming up on 120. Uh, so like it, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can spend forever speaking about Genesis and Hyundai and Kia and what they're doing over there. But I, I wanted to bring you on for New York Auto Show. I've got a list here of some of the big reveals from the show. Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee High Altitude 4xE, the Grand Wagoneer and Wagoneer L, Chrysler Elf, uh, Airflow, the Telluride, the Palisade, the Nero, the Outback, with uh, all of these New vehicles being unveiled, being shown off at New York. What stood out to you? Families, okay, they're going to love the new stuff from Stellantis. Okay. okay, because if you're looking for something new, something, and you're not quite ready to dip all the way EV, mm-hmm. which a lot of Texas isn't, right? Just saying, those things are going to be fantastic. When you're talking to your land yachts, your big, massive luxury family vehicles. Stellantis is like, come on, friend, come on. Yeah, so plug-in <laughs> hybrid <laughs> has been like the the missing link for many brands. It's like brands are jumping straight from mm-hmm. pure gas to pure EV and skipping over uh, plug-in hybrid altogether. Stellantis says, no, not us, especially in the Jeep brand with their 4xE. So we've got the Wrangler 4xE plug-in hybrid, which is the number one plug-in hybrid on the market. And they're Just leaning, saying. yeah, they're leaning into that even more with the Grand Cherokee, with their highest trim level, the high altitude, being exclusive to four by E. So, w- tell me about that because, Gorgeous. oh my goodness, and that Gorgeous. hydro okay. blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need a dress that matches this. And he goes, he was kind of like, I was like. <laughs> you don't get it, but I get it. Right, right. <laughs> I get it. Okay, gorgeous. And I think that there is a place for the plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. I think there is a legit place for it, and I think there's a place for it in that luxury space. Let's, let's not pretend about the cash for these vehicles, okay? The cash for these are – the price point is not play change. Right. Like, the price point is – I believe it's a seven grand premium for the four by E. So yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But what you get, but but what you get for it, those Jeep buyers are loyal. They will buy a Jeep and then buy, follow it up with the next Jeep. Right. And the next, they stay within the family, but it, it hits that middle spot 
where you're not, people are not quite ready for EV. Yes, we're saying that the world is going to go EV. And eventually, this is just me. This is mine. I don't think it's going to be all EV. I think it's going to be EV alternative fuels. I think we're going to see more hydrogen. I think we're going to see some other alternative fuels start to rise up Mm -hmm. as this adoption curve kicks over. But I, you know, you'll start to see it because you even saw some electric alternative fuels, even a hydrogen supercar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so y'all came to play. Okay. And you look at it, (laughs) you look at it and it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't say, you didn't say, oh, that's an electric car. You said, that's a supercar. Right. Super. Like with a capital S. Yes. (laughs) In front of my name. (laughs) You know, that kind of car. Um, I think you're going to see more of that. I, love what Toyota Lexus is doing with the BZ platform. Mm-hmm. You see, they're being generous with it. Right. Okay? you got that as the base for the Solterra. I mean, you've got, there is this collaboration between brands. You've also got Toyota and Mazda working together mm-hmm. in Alabama where that CX-50 is made. Okay? Right. They're not using the same parts, but they're using the same plants and investing that's a new kind of generous that we haven't seen from brands if they're not in the same house. Yeah, and then like you've you got, see with HMA. Yeah, and then you've got uh, General Motors and Honda saying, "Okay, let's go." And mm-hmm. uh, let's go. It, it is a it's a very unique time, and we're definitely in the midst of a pivot. Uh, my wife has joined mm-hmm. my uh, review channel, and. She has definitely picked up on uh, the hybridification of vehicles. And that's one of the first things she asks is, is this offered in a hybrid? Is this offered in a hybrid? And I'm like, well, no, not yet, but they're teasing it or no, not at all. But it has definitely Mm -hmm. piqued her interest as just an average consumer. She's like, okay, I've experienced, I know what I like, I want more of. Exactly. And not just more of, but you want to be able to say, you want to feel good about your car. Right. Okay. As the world is getting more climate conscious and things are happening, people are wanting more. We want options. Right. And I don't think options are ever a bad idea. Like, give me some choice. Choice in it. Something else I saw at New York Auto Show was, yes, it was about the car, but it was also about the feeling that the car gives the driver. Like, what do you use this car for? Right. Instead of just saying, hey, this this is the breakdown of the vehicle. This is what we do. This is what it does. Blah, 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 blah. You know, this car provides this experience. I like it. I like it. I like that. I like that feel, that human element inside of the vehicle. It's time. It absolutely is. And that just plays into, again, the investment that people are making, the uh, ways in which we're using our vehicles moving forward. It just wraps it all up into mm-hmm. a package. We want choices. Like you said, we want options. We want something that fits who we are, which is getting seemingly more diverse by the day. And uh, just, oh just, yeah. just, I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm loving what I'm seeing roll out. I I love being a part of it, being able to cover it. What did you see on the – so which one are you most excited about? So uh, I I am intrigued 
from a business standpoint, so I graduated with a management degree with the Chrysler brand. Uh, here is a brand that is kind of withering on the vine. They have the Pacifica, which we drove to California and back and loved. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got the amazing, Pac- right? They've got the Pacifica Hybrid, which they count as a separate model, and then they've got the Chrysler 300 sedan, which nobody's really buying sedans anymore. And they truly have to like clean slate ground up and they've introduced the airflow concept. And now this new uh, alter ego of the airflow concept and bringing back a heritage name with perhaps not the best reputation, but in a stunning crossover thing with new design language that... Uh, did very well uh, in March. We had a dream car bracket challenge. It actually did fairly well in the EV category uh, with our fan votes on Instagram. So people seem to like the design language and and where they're going. So that one intrigued me because Chrysler as a brand is going to have to do a lot of work to reestablish itself. And Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how that brand uh, navigates the next 10 years before. Uh, basically, the CEO of Stellantis said, you've got a decade, make it happen. I think that that brand uh, is perfectly situated for rebuilding. Mm-hmm. People are watching, people are ready, and they want to see what comes next from them just because they have the heritage to be able to do it. Right. You know, they've got the heritage. It's not about throwing money at something now. Now it's about creating something that people want to buy. Yes. Um, and that they're going to want to keep and that they will come evangelical about. That's what they need. Their next thing. This could be it. It's, if they do it right, it could be it. Right. So before we dive into you as a person and, and more about you, what was like your lasting memory from the 2022 New York International Auto Show? I probably needed another day. Yes. <laughs> I scheduled myself. <laughs> I scheduled myself tight and I probably needed another day. There's an energy there, mm. an energy of excitement, an energy of new, an energy of we know we have one of the best products on the planet. Now come look at it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I needed another day. <laughs> and so next year I will make sure that I, <laughs> I have another day. But I left wanting more. And that's a huge, mm-hmm. huge thing. I wasn't like, oh, I'm ready to go. I was like, oh, man, I can go back and go get. I could do another day. Right. I could do another day, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally feel you on that one. I, I, I've learned that lesson the hard way myself. And uh, when I do events like that, uh, if there is any possibility of adding on a little extra time, I, I generally take it because th- there, it's uh, the phrase uh, drinking from a fire hydrant uh, is very appropriate. <laughs> it, accurate. So much to take in and uh, it, it all comes flooding at you and you just come gasping for air. So. And that's what it's like. And I was like, all right. And it said, move to your next press conference now. And they had the big signs that yes. walk you over. But I was like, I'm still trying to get pictures. Right. Oh, mm, that. Yes. That was awesome. And then it's time to go on to the next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pivoting a little, uh, in January, you took the reins 
as incoming president of Texas Auto Riders Association. And your previous position was vice president of events. Uh, We talked to you last year after the spring event, or in the middle of it, actually, uh, just to discover all that went into making that event happen last year. But uh, how... How has life been since taking on this new role? Busy. Yes. <laughs> Busy. But exhilarating. Like absolutely exhilarating. What Kristen did a fantastic job. Yes, and she thankfully she has stand she's around to mm-hmm. still be like, "Hey girl, you got this. Keep going." Um it's been busy, but it's so much fun and so much information and you realize what a gift it is to be able to do what we do for a living. Right. Like what an actual gift it is. I love that Texas is home to some of, we've literally got every terrain that you want to drive a car on. Yes, we do. Pretty much (laughs) here. (laughs) And we hit all the weather seasons at the same time. But in addition to that, it's a gift. It's a, liter- it's a literal gift to be able to represent Texas, to basically be an ambassador for Texas. Be like, come on, y'all. Yeah. We got the good stuff here. <laughs> come so, on down. It's going to be great. Again, to give credit where credit is due, like uh, you already mentioned, Kristen Shaw, the outgoing president, d- did a tremendous job uh, reshaping, reforming, uh, and reestablishing Texas Auto Riders as a formidable a uh, group of journalists, uh, one worthy of recognition to the point where I absolutely adored during the Jeep press conference, seeing our logo up on screen in New York city. Like, yes, um, we, we know what we're talking about. We know yes. what we're doing and, uh, listen to us. Yes. And it's not just Jeep. I mean, you go, I've literally been to probably every auto show on both sides of the country right, right now. And you see our trophies. Yes. You see our trophies just because of world-class content. Our manufacturers know that Texas loves a great car, mm-hmm. loves a great truck. So why wouldn't you come right. to this? This, this is, this is your audience. It's literally a microcosm of the U S right here. Yeah. Like you said, we've Which got like, Everything under the sun, you've got the big cities in Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, communities like what I live in uh, that are up and coming with Tyler and uh, East Texas and all the farming and, and everything out there. You've got West Texas, which is wide and open. You've got coastal. You've got it's mountains. Like yeah, you've got everything and you need a vehicle to meet your needs. And so, yeah, we're very diverse people, very diverse landscape, very diverse everything. And so is the membership of Tawa and what we do. And yes, yeah. And that's not just a blessing, but it's something we work for. Um, And I'm thankful for that because you get to show the best of Texas. Does that make sense? Like the best of us. I like that. I like that. I love being able to represent that. So that's, I don't even know how else to say it, just besides, yeah, I'm sitting up here grinning. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we, we are. Yeah. Well, it, it, like you said, it, it is who we are. We are a force to be reckoned with. Uh, it's awesome to have brands mm-hmm. like Toyota 
literally in our backyard. Uh, so awesome to have them move here to Texas. You've got brands like Tesla now moving to Texas. You've got uh, the DeLorean oh. Motor Company that has been in Texas but is reestablishing itself. So there's just so much going on within the state itself uh, for business, for automotive, and I'm here for it and glad to be a part and cover. And, I'm here for it too. Yeah. But this is a very unique time to be an automotive. People are coming to this space from other things. like, And they're bringing all these other skills, all these other ideas, and they're making the conversation more entertaining, more engaging, more active. Yeah, I'm here for it. This is the right time to be here. Yeah. So uh, I want to close out this interview getting to know you just a little bit better, take advantage of an opportunity. Last time we spoke, uh, we were doing this random misfire, random fire, random uh, question bit at the end, but we were live and in person on site and uh, did not um, let you partake in this segment. So uh, this okay, I'm ready. is eight random questions. I've got a list of more than eight, but uh, I, I will kind of work my way through it. Ra- rapid fire style. Uh, just to get to learn and know more about you as a person. And uh, there are no wrong answers. It's truly fun. And uh, don't sweat it too much. But the first one I'm going to jump into. Okay. Um, you and I are both in unique situations in that we hardly drive our own vehicles anymore. But do you name your vehicles? I have. I have. Golden Olive, okay, is the name of my Jeep Compass. Okay. <laughs> my 16-year-old is waiting to drive. I've had Blueberry, which was a Liberty. I've had Goldie, the other Goldie, and that was my Mercedes uh, SUV mm-hmm. that I sadly sold recently. Um, I also had a Red Lipstick, which was my Mitsubishi Outlander that I had before that. Okay. I, I jokingly say that there's only one question with the wrong answer, and that was it, and you got it right. So uh, kudos to you. On that one. Awesome. Just because I know you, and uh, we've gotten along so well for so long, I, I'm going to dig a little more into your psyche here. Uh, favorite driving okay. song or genre, or what do you listen to when you just got to drive? Soundtracks. Okay. Soundtracks to whatever movie I happen to be on right now. I'm on an Avengers kick, so I've got the soundtrack to Avengers Endgame okay. going on repeat right now. Very, very unique. I, I used to do that uh, when I needed to focus at work before I quit my day job. It was uh, especially classical music soundtracks uh, helped focus in. They helped to focus. Also, outside of that one is the soundtrack to Shang Chi. So. Okay. Which is amazing, actually. And there's a co- songs in it, and we're like this. And so you'll see my kids in some of the pictures, and they look like they're mid-dance. Oh, because they are. Yep, yep, yep. Favorite road trip snack? Oh, gosh. Is it in the morning or the afternoon? Doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what's your go-to? Afternoon, Lay's potato chips. Okay. Just Yellow th- bag. Okay. Yellow bag. Good old classic standby. Can't go wrong, right? Classic. No, no, nothing weird on top of it. Just plain potato chip. All right. Let's see here. Favorite car movie? Ford versus Ferrari. All right. Yes. Yeah. That that absolutely good one. Classic. Got to see. 
All right. Digging. Italian job after that. Oh, yes. That that has always been on my list and made me respect Minnie Cooper just a little bit more back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Color or grayscale? Color. Yes. Favorite vehicle color combination? Red. I am a sucker for a red car with some shiny tires. Okay. Black, black. White walls, okay, I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess, but I want that black tire and that shiny red, you know, that paint job that Mazda does, Mm -hmm. and it's like brand new nail polish. Soul red crystal. And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. yes. I was like, yeah, that you did the thing with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I recently drove a highlighter yellow, as it was described, Camaro SS1LE, and... I'm I'm here for loud colors all day, every day. Yes, no subtlety. I'm not that kind of person. You know, ta-da! Yes. This will be a good one. More tech or less tech in vehicles? More tech if I don't have to mess with it. Mm-hmm. It needs to know what it's supposed to do. If I have to hunt and figure something out, it's going to get real annoying real fast. Um, it needs to be intuitive. It needs to do what it needs to do, and I don't need to think about the car. I need to do my job driving. I don't have to mess with it. None of that. I agree wholeheartedly. And uh, my wife, I'm sure, is in the background saying, amen, amen, (laughs) Uh, because it should just work. And I agree. It should just work. You Uh, know, there's nothing more annoying than trying to plug your phone in and then, or not plug your phone in. And it keeps telling you to redo it. mm, And I'm just like, never mind. Yeah. No, stop. (laughs) All right, given the uh, two major events we do for Texas Auto Riders and your previous position as the VP of events, one is on-road, one is off-road. Uh-huh. Uh, what is your preference for driving, on-road or off? On-road. On-road? On-road. I like it. Yeah, I like the road the best. Mm-hmm. Yep, a little bit of speed. Yes. Okay, a lot of speed, but I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, which leads yeah. me into uh, the last question. There's so many to choose from. Uh, favorite, most outstanding vehicle on the market today. We'll, we'll go with that one. That G70, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just seem mm-hmm. to have gotten it all right. <laughs> they, they got it right. They got it, but they got it really, really right. Um, they got it really, really right. All right. Well, uh, that's a little bit that that'll we'll put the randomness fire aside. If people want to know more about you, what you do, you are always on the road. It seems like. How can they find you? How can they keep up with you? They can find me on Instagram at Tia Collier. They can find me on Facebook, also Tia Collier or Dallas Single Parents. Um, they can find me at, on the website, DallasSingleMom.com, or I'm, I'm all over the place. Yes, you, you are. You search for my name, Tia Collier, you'll find me. I'm there. And for our listeners who are really savvy, we will put links to all of this in the show notes so that you don't even have to hunt for it. You just scroll up, tap, and go. Uh, Tia is incredibly busy. I thank you so much for carving just a little bit of time out of your day to talk with me about New York, look a little bit ahead to uh, our Texas Auto Riders event coming up, and just to you know, dream about all things automotive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Okay. Whew. She, she is a blast to talk to. We could have talked so much more. I do apologize. We did have some connectivity issues throughout uh, this episode, and we did the best that we could to clean them up. Uh, I, I, I'm very sad that um, every once in a while we had to pause and re-record something, so I I, I do apologize for that, but uh, I am so grateful for, like I said in the intro, her time, her leadership, and what she does. She is so fun to talk to, so fun to follow along with. Be sure to scroll down to the show notes, follow her on her platforms, go uh, check out her website and all that she does. She stays very busy, but she is obviously, if you could not tell, very passionate about what she does, and we are so grateful for her and her time. As for me, you know what I do. You know how to find me. GTGarageTalk.com links you to everything, our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Until next time, gearheads, bye.